Commercial video games have been around since the 1970s and are some of the most popular forms of entertainment. Video games have played a huge part in our lives, and this will continue well into the future. What consoles and games are our favorites? What consoles have had the biggest impact on gaming history? Today on the Going Off Topic podcast, we continue our mini-series, Beyond the Console. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything Incredible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Denny is back as our co-host for Beyond the Console as well. What's going on, Denny? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. It feels good to be back. Uh, it's been a little bit since we did the last one, so I'm looking forward to diving back in. Yeah, I think in the, int- in the, in the first episode, we mentioned that we were going to try to do monthly, and then October came and went. Um, so it might, it might be monthly. It might be bi-monthly. It might be, you know, we might drop two episodes in one month. We might do it every other month. We'll, uh, I think that's, that's the... Uh, the good thing about a mini series is that we can just, it's our rules, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. But if you are new, if this is your first uh, beyond the console episode, make sure to go back and check out our first episode. We looked at the Nintendo entertainment system, the Sega Genesis and the super Nintendo entertainment system, um, which was a great conversation. We talked about, we looked at the release, some of the best games, the history, and then some of our, you know, our history and, and our favorite games with the console. So, we're going to keep that going. Uh, we're going to look at today. We're going to look at the PlayStation one, which we're starting to get into. I know we mentioned it last episode, but we're starting to get into some consoles that we both have a lot of experience with both loved, played a lot of. So it'll be interesting to see where we go from here. But uh, before we look at the PS one, let's, you know, we, we're going to do this every episode. I think let's talk about what games we are playing or looking forward to playing. Um, what is uh, what's going on in gaming news for you, Denny? Any new games or anything that you're playing constantly or looking forward to? Actually, uh, right before we hopped on here, I, I tech you were like, I'm ready to go, you know, whenever you're ready. And I was like, all right, I'm in the middle of playing Halo because mm. they uh, they surprised dropped the Halo multiplayer for uh, the new one coming out yesterday. So that's mm. that's definitely going to be the jam for uh, the foreseeable future. But I think we're right around the time where, you know, like Call of Duty's coming out, but I, I'm probably going to skip this one. It, it just past couple have just been meh uh but battlefield's coming out looking forward to that or might already be out honestly i'm not even sure i'm not even sure anymore this year's flying by dude like i (laughs) I literally i don't even know what's next week's thanksgiving like i don't know what's going on anymore um but yeah just halo has really been the main thing as far as like what i'm looking forward to i don't know i've been i've been there's a lot of cool stuff honestly i know you're the playstation guy i'm coincidentally we're talking playstation today but the there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out on playstation so i'm gonna have to cop one of those here pretty soon but yeah i don't know outside of halo um i've just been you know playing apex i think i said that last time apex legends so not really a whole lot of uh of variety but i'm looking forward to playing a ton of halo so what about you what are you doing these days yeah um just kind of the usual stuff you know uh i'm in this madden league with i think we have 16 guys that we we all you know we did a fantasy draft and we're going through the season i think we are on about to be in week 11 um so that's pretty cool it's, it's, a, it's a good time um playing you know playing some of these guys i know some of these guys are just friends of, of guys that i know so that's a good time um maybe one of these times i'll bring some i'll bring some stats and and we'll talk about just the the fun that that it, that is but anytime you can do like a multiplayer game online with with friends or anything it's always a good time like you know halo and all that stuff and then also playing fifa that came out i think in between when we recorded the first episode of this one so i've been playing that a lot mm. um yes. you mentioned that battlefield's coming out or is out again i'm not sure if that's out yet but definitely looking forward to that and mm-hmm 
just in general, looking forward to, you know, the PS5 obviously just kind of came out and they re-released some games for the PS4, but looking for some of these mm-hmm. new games, you know, Battlefield, I think will be cool. Gran Turismo eventually is coming out. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. You know, there's an Uncharted that just might be a re-release, but those are some of my favorite games on PS4. So just looking nice. for some of these new games um, that are going to be coming out. And hopefully, you know, the Spider-Man game was amazing. I love that. I still, I think I mentioned last episode that I've been looking into Ratchet and Clank. I need to figure out if I'm actually going to do that or not. But love Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I used love to, that, that's, I used to, I mean, that'll be a conversation that we have for like the you know, PS2, I think it came out, originally came mm-hmm. out on. So that'll be uh, a conversation that we have. But yeah, that was one of my favorite just games in general. And I, I, I don't know what, what's holding me back because I'm looking for, you know, I have the two sports games, but I'm definitely looking for more of a, a story player or story mode and just a multiplayer type game. I'm looking at Sony's website right now. More exciting games coming to PS5. Battlefield, Gotham Knights. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Grand Theft Auto 5. They're re-releasing. I heard they're re-releasing like <laughs> oh, all of the Grand Theft Autos um, on the new system. So that would be cool if they did that. I would definitely go back and play like Vice City and, and some of those original ones because those were, I mean, some huge games that were a blast to play. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if they keep making Uncharted games, those are always fun. But uh, yeah, it's kind of just holding on and, and seeing what comes out for the PS4 or the PS5 right now and um, just holding steady to see what comes. But tell us, uh, give us a little bit more about the about about Halo. I know it just came out yesterday. How many, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the word? So first of all, I didn't even know this. I thought that because Xbox has this thing called Game Pass. It's basically like a Netflix subscription for games. And Halo came out on that. So I was like, okay, cool. I can play that regardless. So I downloaded it. And then I realized it's free to play for everybody on PC and Xbox. So if if you don't buy the cam, so the game when it comes out is just a campaign. So the multiplayer is free for everybody. So I thought that was really cool. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a learning curve. Uh because you know like i said i've been used to playing um uh apex and stuff like that and it's you know halo's a little different and stuff with the movement and all that but it's it's pretty sweet i gotta admit it's it definitely takes me back to and again i'll save this for when we get to xbox but back in like the halo two, like it, it feels like back in the day halo multiplayer which was mm. hard to beat um so it, it, i i really like that and i i don't know i've just been looking for a good multiplayer game and i think this might be it for a while so um Really, really cool new guns, but it still feels like Halo and stuff. So, I definitely recommend it, uh, especially because it's free. You know, yeah. anybody can play it if you got an Xbox. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I had no idea and hadn't heard anything about it coming out, but that's cool that uh, you know, the, the multiplayer. That's super interesting. The multiplayer is just free, and then if you want like the full campaign game mode, you have to buy the game. That's very interesting to me. I don't know if that's ever been done before. Well, yeah, they're kind of doing like a Fortnite thing where it's like the game is free, but if you want like cool cosmetics, there's a season or a battle pass or, a, you know, whatever that sort of thing. So they're kind of jumping on that train. But honestly, I don't even really care about the cosmetics. I'm just happy to play the game. So the fact that that's free is awesome. Yeah, definitely. That's what man. I, I know. I, I know I've talked about that. I'm a, a Sony guy and I definitely had in college. I had the 360 and the PS4, but that is one thing I wish there was. It'll never happen just because Microsoft and Sony are two mega corporations that don't need each other. But it would be so cool if you, if you were able to you know, have a PS4 or PS5 and be able to play Halo and uh, had an Xbox and you could play Ratchet and Clank or could play, you know, Ghost of Tsushima and all, all that stuff. That would be like, come on, get, get it together. Let's let's not all be greedy. We can we can work this out. You know, it, it, everybody, obviously, 
both sides are going to make money. Like if you, oh, absolutely, if, yeah. If they released killing. Yeah, if they released uh, Halo on Sony, it would be nuts. Like they would du- oh. over double their money of people that would buy it. So I, I wish there was a way that you know if we could get somebody's ear and do that. I'm sure they've tried or they've at least had a conversation, but it does suck nonetheless. Yeah, but I mean that, that also kind of gives you an incentive to buy one over the other because you know like like God of War and like Spider-Man like you said and Uncharted those are all you know as an Xbox player I'll probably never play those unless I buy a PlayStation and you know vice versa you know we got Gears of War and Halo and Forza and all that on Xbox so it's pros and cons but yeah if they could just totally like merge together and you could just play them no matter what you had it'd be that would be ideal for sure yeah in a perfect world come on you greedy bastards we can we can work <laughs> this out together and get something done I think we just solved a, a huge crisis, right? I think we're on to something big, you know? Yeah. Just, I'm gonna, just combine them. Yeah. I'm just going to send this to like, uh, I'll look up the CEO at Sony and the CEO at Microsoft. I'm sure their email is just like first initial last name at Sony.com, right? It's got to be that. Yeah. And I, I have Bill Gates number two in case hmm. you need that. I have it. I've been saving that for a little bit. He doesn't ever respond, but I'm pretty sure it's his. Yeah, it's probably, this is probably, I mean, I can't imagine a better way to get involved, <laughs> to get in touch with Bill Gates than now. I, I, this, yeah. If anything, he's going to respond to this one, I would say. So, A hundred percent, yeah. We will, uh, in the next episode, we will uh, we'll come back with our findings of what we've discovered. But, uh, mm-hmm. all right, do you have anything else uh, for current gaming or gaming news that you want to hit before we dive into some uh, conversation about the PlayStation 1? Um, not that I can think of. Um. Yeah, I think I'm pretty much ready to get right into it. I can't think of any big news or anything crazy other than the Halo stuff. So, yeah, I think I'm ready to go. Cool. Yeah, I think this uh, this little intro will just be kind of what we're playing, what we're looking into. And maybe, you know, if if Sony or Microsoft have big news, it might be something that we'll we'll do a little bit better looking into and, and dropping for everybody. But, uh, yeah, this is our, you know, this is probably going to be more of a structured type of episode. Last episode, we had three consoles because... You know, we played these. I played these consoles. You didn't have as much uh, experience with them, but I played them when I was super young. So, moving forward, I think every episode is going to be one console because it's stuff that we remembered, um, mm-hmm. stuff that we do remember, stuff that we loved. These episodes could range from half an hour to an hour and a half, depending how long we're going to talk about them. But right, these are going to be more uh, in depth, and I think that they're going to they'll be a lot a lot more not interesting because obviously the first one was interesting talking about some old consoles, but just more experience wise. So, uh, PlayStation One. We'll just look at some stats here, and then we'll we'll dive into some of our history and dive into uh, some some of our favorite games and everything and what we remember about them. The North America release for the PS One was September 9th of nineteen ninety five uh, for two hundred ninety nine dollars, and if you adjust that for inflation today, that is five hundred and forty two dollars and sixty five cents. So pretty average, uh, maybe a little bit on. I, I, I guess when you look at new consoles, they're usually ranged between four and five hundred, right? I know last episode, yeah, you kind of mentioned that some of the adjusted for inflation ones for older consoles was like in between four and 500. And I you were like, Oh yeah, that, that tracks pretty, pretty, uh, pretty close to what we're paying now. Pretty much. Yeah. I would say 500 is basically the standard now, but then they always end up releasing like a, uh, you know, more compact version or one with less features for a little cheaper, but yeah, I'd probably say like 500 is pretty, pretty normal. Yeah. So yeah, pretty, uh, pretty on par with everything else. It's going to be interesting to kind of track that over time with, if the if the inflation rises or if the price stays pretty much between that four and five hundred, it's going to be interesting because you know you look back and you're like, man, I can't believe that we paid three hundred dollars for that in 1995. That was super expensive, and you're like, now you know, obviously, three hundred bucks is three hundred bucks. It's still expensive, but 
You're like, yeah. Oh, I, I would die to pay like 300 bucks for a new PS five when you're, when you're oh. looking at like six, 700 bucks because now they bundle everything and do all that crazy stuff. But uh, yeah, pretty interesting. And I was, I was also shocked that this came out in 1995. I thought that was much later. I thought it came out like late. Oh, really? Yeah. For some reason, I was like 95. I was like, I was only four years old when that came out. When did I? I, I don't remember when I actually got a PS1. I thought it was much later for some reason. It was very interesting when I looked it up and I was like, 95, really? Yeah, I get that is kind of weird, actually, because I guess the PlayStation, I don't know when the PlayStation 2 came out, but I feel like. I don't know, like because PS3 and Xbox 360, that generation started coming out like 06. So, I mean, that was I, that does not feel like that big of a gap in between those generations of consoles. That that is weird to think that 1995. Actually, it's funny you bring that up because I think I read a fact that said that the PlayStation One was like the longest, or I don't know if it was the longest on shelf, but it had like a 10 year shelf life or something. Really? Yeah, it says uh, PlayStation. So I'm obviously again we're on the Anything But Credible Network. I look up and find all this information on wikipedia mostly uh the release date for the ps2 in north america was 2000 so five years a little over oh five years in a month is when the ps2 came out compared to the playstation which i guess that makes sense but for, i guess it usually is like four or five years in between consoles right usually um honestly well, i'm trying to think maybe longer think Xbox, a little bit longer i think yeah at least with this last generation but i don't know in general i, I would probably say yeah maybe like six seven maybe something like that yeah that makes sense but yeah i don't know what it was but i was like i was just when i looked up playstation console and it said that the uh it came out in 95 i was just like really like that it just felt because like i said and i was like i was i was four years old 95 like when did i actually end up getting a playstation one and i i honestly i remember exactly the moment i got a playstation 2 which we'll go into which is a hysterical story um we will definitely talk about that when when that comes up but i i was like man i don't i just don't remember having a play i I remember having it but i don't remember when i got it or how old i was which is super interesting that is so funny you say that because i mentioned this last episode and i can tell you for a fact that we had at least three of these things and i don't know how many of them worked but i don't ever remember acquiring any one of them we just had them i don't know where they came from or how we got them but my parents must have got them somehow, but I don't remember my dad coming home. I mean, obviously I was born in 97, but I don't remember my dad coming home being like, here's a PlayStation one. It was just like, yeah, we have like three of those in a box. <laughs> I don't know. Why. I don't know why though. No idea. That's, that's just, it's so interesting, but that, that is um, weird. Yeah. So, and, and when I was, I was sitting there last night, kind of writing up my notes and looking some stuff up and, you know, we talked about, like I said, the, the NES, the Sega and the SNES last night or the last episode. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there thinking, and I was like, is this the first console? Obviously, the first one we're going to talk about, but is this the first console that took discs? So I tried to look this up, and I think that oh, there was another con because I, I thought it was, I think it's the first one that like really like took off and was really famous because I mm-hmm. think there was another one technically, there's like a technicality. There was another one that did disc based, but this was certainly the first one that I mean, I can even think of because before this, it was pretty much all cartridges, I think. Yeah, like for major systems on both sides. So, yeah, I th- I mean, this is the one that stuck for sure. So I don't know if it's technically the first one, but I know it's definitely the most popular first one. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking again. Wikipedia. Um, one of their big things does say CD format. The success of the PlayStation is widely believed to have influenced the demise of the cartridge-based cartridge-based home console. While mm. not the first system to utilize an optical disc format, 
Uh, it is the first highly successful one and ended up going head to head with the last major console dedicated to home play to rely on property proprietary cartridges was of course as N64. Um, so that's interesting, but I've, uh, I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, Oh, that's, that's interesting. But yeah, the, uh, obviously CDs can hold a lot more and do a lot more. And, uh, yeah, I think it, so I was reading that too. So I think the CDs have like six or 700 megabytes or some, whatever, whatever the, the unit is. And then like cartridges have like 15 or so or like 20 so the jump was like gigantic at the time from what i read i i again i'm not uh somebody might have to fact check on that but i'm pretty sure that that's the case which makes sense obviously because you know like like the article said after that i mean you didn't see another cartridge after that unless it was game boy or or something Mm -hmm. like that so right yeah i was just uh you know sitting and and thinking and i was like oh yeah that's a super interesting thing and of course um, then I, I, I know just sitting here right now, I was like, I guess you know, obviously they're faster, you could hold more on them. Were they, I would be interested to know, like, were they more durable because it's a disc? Was it easier to scratch or break a disc as opposed to a cartridge? Let me tell you something. Uh-oh, we test, we, we, I mean, when I say that we stress tested our games, on <laughs> t- I really make it sound like we were just like <laughs> Tasmanian devils, but dude, slinging them like frisbees over there, <laughs> bro. There was one t- uh, you would pick up a box for place because PlayStation One. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead, but they used to have these boxes that were like huge. Mm. They were like they weren't like they were way bigger than they needed to be. Later, they were like CD case type, but earlier they were these giant plastic boxes. And we'd pick them up to put the game in, and you could just hear the disc in there, like <laughs> rattling around. And then, you know, we'd drop them on the ground, or they would end up in like a toy box. It was terrible. My dad was just, and uh, I, I feel so sorry for him. And I would, it actually makes me cringe now because I'm just like, why, why didn't I take care of those? But oh, yeah. um, I don't. I th- that see, and that's the problem with discs is obviously you can scratch them. Mm-hmm. Cartridges, I feel like they're pretty hard to mess up a cartridge. I've never, I've never had a cartridge that didn't work. But, you know, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're out there. But I, from my experience, discs can definitely. Uh, yeah, they're they're definitely more breakable. Yeah, you, you absolutely cannot blow inside a cartridge to fix it or inside a disc to fix it. So that's I, definitely a downfall. If you could remove scratches that way, I would use that <laughs> a lot as a kid. Uh, yeah. Also, you know, something just to, just to keep rolling here on the PlayStation one. Something else that I that I didn't think about um, is the memory card. You had memory mm-hmm. cards. Now you had a. um I know a lot of people like Dugan absolutely hates PlayStation and will never do it because of the controller. But you had this, this, you know, the, the controller concept for PlayStation uh, has honestly hasn't it. Ha- I mean, obviously it's changed, but it, I'm looking at this picture and it's basically very similar. You know, you have your your same button layout. You have your two joysticks. You have your D-pad. You have your uh, triggers and all that stuff. And now it's just it's a little bigger. It does haptic feedback on the PS5 and all that stuff. But the controller layout is honestly the same. It's very interesting that this one that came in 95, 16 years later, is still basically the same. It was the same exact same exact controller up until the PS5 came out. So for yeah. 20 years, they had the same or 16 years, they had the same controller, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, same basic shape, but obviously you get upgrades and stuff. Yeah, the, the, the new PlayStation controller looks nuts with the, the vibration and mm. stuff. I don't even... It looks wild, but yeah, I, I definitely give them props for sticking with uh, that look because it changes a little bit and it looks a little more, I guess, updated. But generally, yeah, it's it's mainly the same shape. I actually don't mind the PlayStation controller, to be honest with you. I probably prefer the Xbox one, but 
yeah, they they definitely they nailed it with the controller, I think. And I don't know if this would be the first one. Well, no, I was going to say the first one. Did, so did the PlayStation One controller have two triggers on the back or was it just the one button? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it had the so it wasn't they weren't even like triggers. They were just like buttons. I'm pretty sure it had R1, L1 and L1, L2, but they were just like buttons. They okay. weren't even triggers. But yeah, they did have like two things where you're yeah, you're uh, I guess pointer and middle finger that yeah, you'd hit those. But uh, yeah, that might be. Yeah, thinking about that, it's probably one of the first one of the first consoles that had that layout. And then every console since then, controller since then, has basically had a similar style that we're, you know, obviously we're talking about Xbox in a while and all that stuff. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, everything kind of around that time when these all came out had the same layout and it's carried on since then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's awesome. I, I I love the consistency there. They just stuck with it. And plus. I know a lot of people are like, you know, usually die hard with the PlayStation. I actually find that more people prefer the PlayStation style controller. So hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you hear that, uh, Dugan, you're, uh, you're, you're wrong. So uh, PlayStation <laughs> is, is better than PlayStation is better than Xbox. You heard it here first, everyone. Uh, all right. Before we talk about kind of our history and some of our favorite games and just best selling games, do you have anything else that I know you had some, uh, some some interesting facts that you kind of brought up throughout that conversation? Do you have anything else that you want to hit on before we moved up, moved on? Um, I don't think so. I think we kind of pretty much naturally talked about everything I would have brought up. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I, the only other thing I'll add, and this is just a random tidbit. We were talking about the discs. <clears throat> I vividly remember the, the bottom of the discs, and this is the only time I've ever seen this, were a dark, they were either black on the bottom, which was really interesting because I've never seen that before, or they were just like a dark blue. Like they, they weren't like silver or like reflective. I mean, they were reflective, I guess, but they were black and it was just like super weird. I don't know why that that was just fascinating to me because I've never seen that anywhere else besides that. But yeah, that's a that's an extremely good point because I've never thought about that either. But I think that, I think I'd have to look, but I'm almost positive. They were like a super dark blue um, from okay. what I remember. But yeah, that you're right. I, you don't really think about that now because it's always the reflective back or you're not even buying a disc. You're just download buying it off the website or buying it off the store and having it download so that's that's a that's a great point um something else i'm just scrolling through this wikipedia page and something else that is synonymous with sony is circle x triangle square uh that -hmm. will always be synonymous that's like their you know they use it as their logo they use it for everything and i don't know when that was obviously uh created but it has carried on for at least since playstation one i'm sure it was a concept before that but it's very interesting that that has carried on and they still use that now on their controllers, on their marketing, on their logo, everything has that, Mm -hmm. those four super simple symbols that everybody knows is PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, Which otherwise are just like shapes, but it it is somehow just, and I think I actually, I I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't remember it, but uh, I think each symbol was meant to stand for something when it started. Hmm but I don't know what it was. So I'm just going to end that thought there. But uh, I guess you could do, I guess you could do your own research, but I don't have it pulled up currently. But yeah, I, I thought that was interesting too. How there was like a, there was technically a meaning for each symbol and why it was there. And then it just ended up being like a thing, but kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah, I do like that. I'm looking um, just quickly at this website. Um, the console was market. Oh, this is just for PlayStation. The console was marketed with advertising slogans stylized as live in your world, play in ours, um, which is still, I think, their logo now. But this they have, like, the U in your is the red circle. The X is the W and all this stuff. So it's it's interesting that, that you brought that up. I'm sure it has some meaning behind it. Um, but 
again, we're not going to, we're going to talk about the console. We're going to talk about the things that we remember, the things we like. We're not going to go super deep into the hardware and technical specifics. That's not what we're doing. We're just talking about our history and, and why it was important to us. Um, so we, we kind of hit on some big things that of why the console was great, why it was, we remember it. Neither of us remember getting one, but we remember having them around. Yeah. Um, let's see. It According to Wikipedia, it sold 102.49 million units sold. Um, yeah. Do you want to take a guess at the best-selling game? It has 10.85 million shipped of this mm. one game. It's still around, I'll tell you, it's still around today, this this game. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, I know Spyro was a big deal. Um, Tomb Raider was a big deal. Tony Hawk was a big deal. Mm. I'm going to say... Um, oh, you know what? Actually, I will say... Oh, it's either Final... I'll say Metal Gear. So according to this website, Wikipedia again, it is Gran Turismo. Duh. 10.85 okay, million, million units shipped of Gran Turismo, which is still around. I... Uh, when I was a kid, I hated Gran Turismo because it was like a legit <laughs> racing game. It wasn't like Need for Speed. Like it was a legit racing game uh, where when you crashed your car, you actually had to like pay to fix it, or you could race and have a shitty car and you never won. Now that I'm obviously older, I can't wait for the next Gran Turismo to come out. The the uh, trailer they released, I know it's a trailer, it's a video game trailer. It looks absolutely amazing with the graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, and these have always been some of like my favorite games because I'm a I like racing games as a huge need for speed guy until they kind of went away from what the like customizing cars and all that stuff. And they did more, uh, some different stuff that I wasn't into, but Gran Turismo is one of my favorite games. I can't wait for the new one to come out. Um, you kind of hit on all of the, a lot of the best games that I had written down Spyro metal gear, solid crash bandicoot was a big one. Tony oh, Hawk yeah. and Gran Turismo and final fantasy. Those are some of the huge ones that I had written down that are still, I think all of those are still going to this day. Like all six of those games are still cranking out new or they're at least re-releasing and selling millions of units because people just love those games. Yeah, I think you're right. And I, I you know what's crazy is <clears throat> not too long ago they did a remake of the Crash Bandicoot games. Hmm. And I'm not going to sound like a true gamer here when I say that I was not a Crash Bandicoot kid growing hmm. up. And I, I just Oh, okay. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that's that's one that like people love Crash Bandicoot. Like it was like Crash Bandicoot or Spyro and I wasn't a Spyro kid either. So I don't know what what I was doing. I guess I was just playing other stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, I, a lot of the stuff on that list, like, I don't know, there's like Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk. I still love. Um, I know it, it kind of died down. It doesn't have the, the momentum it once did. But um, yeah, I definitely played a couple of the games you had written down. I have some different ones. I feel like yeah. mine are going to be are going to be a little different but um <clears throat> so my dad was really into fighting games and all the games we had were his obviously so we had tekken 3 mm. which uh was awesome at the time i don't know why the, the characters were so cool to me i still remember what some of them looked like there was like a cheetah man dude you could be there was a guy with a giant uh <laughs> like flat top blonde hair style thing i don't even know uh it just like crazy i don't know like the effects it was just it was so cool, and I had no idea what I was doing. Obviously, I was just mashing buttons, but it was uh, I, I got a kick out of it, and I'd play it for hours. Uh, another one, and I'm really curious if you know about this one, <clears throat> and I used to watch my dad play this constantly, was Parapper, Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> yeah, so that shows up on a lot of lists for like one of the best games, but one, I remember it, but two, 
I had no idea what it was about back then. I still have no idea what it's about now. Okay. So can you give us uh, a rundown, please? I'll do, I'll do the best that I can. So <laughs> my dad, so first of all, we, I don't think we own this game for the longest time. My dad just rented it constantly. Mm. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. I mean, he would just, he would rent it over and over again. <clears throat> and I actually haven't seen this game like in action. And I, I mean, probably since I was a kid, like I, I literally, but I, I have vivid memory of it and the music in it is so catchy. So it's basically, you're this like dog and uh, it's it's in like a um, I don't know what the art style is, but like everything's like flat paper, but it's like moving around and it's like animated. And it's basically a guitar hero with a controller and you just play these goofy ass songs <laughs> that are super catchy and it'll get stuck in your head instantly. And you just basically try and hit the buttons on time. And uh, if you mess up the character like that, 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 that <laughs> like stutters in the middle of the song. <laughs> And I would just, I just remember my dad sitting on the living room floor and this music just blaring throughout the house. And I, oh. I don't, it's, it's one of my fondest memories as a kid. That's amazing. Per rapper, the rapper, yeah. I love that. So yeah. I, like I said, I remember, uh, I remember the game being around and I remember it being huge. And I, but I had no idea what it was about back then. And I had no idea what it was about back down until you just, uh, till you just described it. And it sounds awesome. It sounds amazing. I would I would love to actually go back and check it out now because when I was a kid I, I my hand eye coordination was just dog shit I guess because I, I just couldn't <laughs> hit anything but I so now I'd actually like to go back and see if I could actually do something in the game but yeah it was it was definitely unique I will say that nice what do you have any other uh, any other games written down do you remember um so <clears throat> uh, twisted metal obviously mm. is one of the yeah, is one. one of the big ones yeah I um. You know, I, I have memory of playing this, but I didn't like ever play it with anybody. I would just drive around and shoot like, I guess, the computer vehicles or whatever. Um, so I have memory of that, but that wasn't like one of my go to's as a kid. Another one that was one of my go to's and I don't know if you'll know what this is, but it's called Jumping Flash. No, that one doesn't sound familiar at all. To, I OK, more about that, though. So I don't even know how popular this game was, but <laughs> basically, um, you are this, <laughs> you are this, uh, it's going to sound really stupid now that I'm explaining it, but you're this <laughs> robot, you're this person in this like robot rabbit suit and it's first person mm. and you can jump really high and stuff. And you basically are on levels and you have like objectives for each level and you just like, there'll be these things you have to collect or these things you have to shoot. And it, the whole game is based on you. Like you'll look up, you'll jump, and then your view will be down at your feet and you have to land where you're supposed to be. And then you look around, shoot, and then you just kind of keep okay. moving throughout the level and stuff. So I don't know why uh, that game was so fun, but that is probably it might be one of the most played for me on on PlayStation one, which is, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know where we got it. I don't know why my dad bought it, but we had it. And uh, nice. yeah, that was that was one of the. Uh, I mean, I, I got some more here. I don't know if you just want me to keep going or if you want yeah. to kind of alternate or what. Yeah, I think uh, we'll, we'll definitely, I'm definitely going to let you keep going, but I, I want to hop in here real quick. I think one of the most yeah. interesting things that we're going to talk about is random games that we loved that were mm -hmm. not super popular that we just randomly, oh, yeah, I just bought this game or I got it in a magazine as a trial and I loved it. And it's going to be so interesting to see those games. But uh, what else? What else do you have on your list? I just read another one that with what you just said is so perfect, but oh, I'll get to it in a bit. So uh, uh, another one I played a lot was Driver, mm. which is the most basic name for a game of all time, uh, possibly. But 
Uh, it's basically, if you don't know what it is, it's it's pretty much Grand Theft Auto before Grand Theft Auto. I mean, there was Grand Theft Auto on PlayStation 1 as well, but it was like top view and it was completely different. This was like, so you couldn't get out of your car, but you you, you basically had the ability to just drive around a city and you had like an objective to, you know, and, and you could, there was like a felony meter, which is mm. a great life lesson as a kid, probably me <laughs> driving around racking up a felony meter, but uh yeah and it was just it was it was really cool i it was like one of the first games i remember where you could drive around and just do whatever you wanted so that one definitely stuck out to me um let's see you already said grand turismo i have that here as well tomb raider i have vague memory of tomb raider uh i just remember being stuck in a cave and i was shooting a tiger with like uzis or something (laughs) and that's basically all i have on tomb raider and the one <laughs> the one that made me laugh are you familiar with mahjong oh like the like game the, Ma- yeah the tie, the t- yeah, the so my, my mom had a game that was the whole game was just mahjong and all you had to do <laughs> is basically just a, a game and i'm not calling my mom old here but it was like an old person game where you just like match up things mm. and that's all you did like there was nothing <laughs> else to the game you just matched the symbols up and you uh, cleared that spot and it was just so much fun and i used to play the shit out of it i don't know why i was easily entertained as a child um and then so i wrote resident evil down and then i only have one more after this but i I wrote resident evil down <clears throat> which i actually didn't play as a kid but i wanted to mention it because i love they've been remaking them recently and i love mm. them now so i had to shout it out because that's where it all started and i'm a massive fan it's one of my favorite game series um and then the last one that i have is uh street fighter puzzle 2 which is in essence just tetris with street fighter characters and my family used to play that all the time so i uh yeah i'll definitely i can promise you i'll be bringing some weird shit to the table but uh this is uh that that was my that that was the main chunk of all my playstation one uh memories and and things like that so i don't know if there's anything else you got but that's that's it for me i think there might be more but yeah yeah i got a couple that that we'll hit on but you just talk about Mahjong reminded me that for like PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, even like I guess up to PlayStation 3 kind of, for whatever reason, uh, even like any, I mean, any like video game maker loved just recreating like TV shows, like TV game shows as video games. Like you had Wheel of Fortune uh, game. You had like, uh, uh, what's the game with the, I can't even think of what it's called now, with the briefcases and the numbers and you have to pick the number. Uh, oh, um. Oh my god! I can't. Uh, I can't think of it. I keep wanting. I keep wanting to say. Oh, deal or no deal. Yeah, deal or no deal. Like they, for whatever reason, they just made these board or made board games and made uh, game shows into video games, and people loved them. I mean, they were fun. Like I, I'll say that I definitely bought some and had some and played them. But it, it that's just such an interesting thing, and you just don't see that. Like, nope, they're not making those now. So they're just such like a flash from the past. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're totally right, and I guess the thought process there. It's like, you know, you sit at home and you you play along with the people. And now it's like, all right, I'm in the driver's seat. Like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to figure out whatever this word is. I have I have a vowel in there. I know what I'm I know what I'm doing. This is I'm in the driver's seat. By the way, before we get too far away from it, I want to the name of the Mahjong game was Shanghai True Valor, mm. which sounds way more intense than it actually <laughs> is. So I just wanted to mention that title because it, it just sounds cool. But it's just matching. It's basically just match pictures, the game. So. Oh, that's amazing. All right, well, I got a couple uh, a couple favorite games, and then we'll talk about, you know, just some memories and PlayStation 1, and then we'll get out of here. Um, 
obviously Spider-Man was a big one and it's super, I was just looking at pictures of it last night and it's super interesting because it's very similar to the Spider-Man game. that just came out just 20 years later and the graphics are a lot better and we can do a lot more, but I remember playing the hell out of that game. Uh, Spyro, you mentioned is a big one. My sister was a big Spyro fan. So shout out to her. I remember playing that all the time, just a cool nice. purple dragon. Um, and that was like a, from what I remember, maybe this is, is is the later console. That was kind of like an open world quote unquote game that was like one of the first ones that I remember. I don't remember it being just like it could maybe PlayStation One was not, but PlayStation Two definitely was. I think um, a couple Tony Hawk was a huge one for people. I remember playing, and we'll talk about Tony Hawk later. But uh, one of my buddies in college had a GameCube, and we just played Tony Hawk all the time, like old Tony Hawk. We would just play in our dorm room and just have a good time. Uh, Tomb Raider, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I got to give it a, a shout out to another one of my buddies in college, Metal Gear Solid. It, talk about just, I mean, I had, I've never played those games and he'd love them. Either. And I would just sit in his room in college and just watch these games. And they were just some of the craziest fucking things I've ever seen. Like even the new ones, like Naked Snake and <laughs> there, there's a monkey smoking a cigarette and he's hiding in a box. Like it was just, just such a weird thing. But uh, yeah, so shout, shout out to James on that one. Those, those are always, always good nights and always fun. Uh, nice. Two more that I, that you didn't mention. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Episode One. You remember that game? I don't know if I do. Actually, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to Google this right now. Yeah, it was basically PlayStation One. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope so because I just mentioned it. But I'm pretty sure I looked up games last night and it was on there. And I'm pretty sure it was just Star Wars uh, Episode One, just the game. Like you just played the game. Is it out on PlayStation One? I'm gonna be real upset if it wasn't. You might be right. I just I I wasn't. Uh... Oh, okay. No, you you are right. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was basically yeah, yeah. just like you played the game, you played the movie as. Uh, so I just remember the first. I don't remember anything else about the game. I remember the first scene is obviously from the movie where uh, the Jedi are in that room, and then you have to fight your way out, and you fight all the droids and all that stuff. I remember that. That was one of the pictures that I saw last night. That instantly brought back memories. So that was a big one. Mm. Wow, and, I did. I, I was a huge. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No. But- I was a huge uh, fan of Menace. Like when I was a kid, I watched that movie mm. on repeat. So the fact oh, that yeah. I didn't ever play this game is astounding. But I, I, I probably would have loved it. So that's interesting. I didn't even know this existed. So it's cool. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Um, and the other one that I'm going to remember, which is pretty interesting now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, this might be like one of the first, obviously probably the first war game that I ever played. Um, but I feel like this also opened up kind of... Um, just war games in general like later on you, you have call of duty and battlefield obviously now but do you, do you ever play do you ever play the medal of honor games so i had one for um original xbox mm. but that was the first one that i remember um i might have had one for xbox 362 but before that i had not played one i didn't even know it started that early to be honest with you so yeah medal of honor underground i think is the one on playstation one and mm. I, I just remember playing this game and it came out it looks like in 2000 99 2000 um and i was just like man this is this is a lot of fun like this is a cool game and you know it was uh i don't remember it was first person shooter and it was just like one of the first war games i ever remember and i feel like this medal of honor series i don't, I have no idea why it collapsed why they went under why they don't make games anymore but these were some of the most fun war games before like call of duty and battlefield and all those games came out was medal of honor so that was a big one that i remember and that was a lot of fun so it was this one that I was like, oh my god! Like that's another one. I, I looked at the cover and I was like, oh yeah, I definitely remember playing this game a lot. Yeah, that's funny, man. I I didn't even. I'm looking at screenshots right now, and I I definitely have never played this one, but 
I probably would have liked it a lot as a kid. I mean, <clears throat> my uh, FPS experience came from, it started on Nintendo 64 because there's, mm. we'll, we'll save it for that episode, but the, the god of all FPS games is mm. on, yeah, on N64. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I, I didn't know about this. And honestly, it may have blown my mind at the time because, yeah, I don't know. I, I, before that, I don't really know if I had played much FPS, but I'm with you on on the game. I don't I don't know what killed Metal. I guess Call of Duty killed Medal of Honor, which which is sad because you know they were good games. I mean, all the ones that I ever played. So it's a bummer, but interesting. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think like Medal of Honor was awesome because it was it just had it was the only game out there like cornered the market for war games, and then Call of Duty came out and everybody was like, "Holy shit, this is like ten times better than Medal of Honor." What we've been getting. So right. But shout out to Medal of Honor. Those are always good games. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of covers all the games that I had. Um, is there anything else that you want to cover for PlayStation one? I think, you know, we hit when it came out, we hit the best games. We hit our history. We hit some of our favorite games. What are some of your uh, lasting memories and final thoughts on the PlayStation one before we get out of here? Yeah. Like I said, um, I, I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of random memories. So another thing I remember too, is there was this, and this is so unbelievably random, but that we had a fishing game for playstation one okay and it it came with a controller that had like a little like gauge on it and it had like a reel that you could rotate and i've i never once used the damn thing but i would pick it up and play with it all the time and it was (laughs) it was always it might still be in our house somewhere honestly it was always around and i was like i've never seen anybody use this i think our playstation one just got planted in our house with along with everything with it (laughs) because half the things i don't remember people using so i don't know where that came from but um, outside of that, yeah, like I said, it's just a lot of random little stuff. Like the the on really the Parappa Parappa. That's the hardest thing to say. Mm. Parappa the rapper is that's the one that stands out to me to mo- uh, the most because it's it's just it was so unique and it just like I said, my, it was on the the damn music from that game was on <laughs> and that. And honestly, if you never play the game, you should just look the music up because it's it's so dumb, but it is so catchy at the same time. Um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Cause the other thing too was, and I don't want to get into this cause we'll talk about it in the PlayStation two episode, but the PlayStation two is backwards compatible. So mm. a lot of times like the PlayStation one and two kind of mixed to me. Cause I like, it's almost like I played them together. Cause like I said, we broke all our PlayStation one. <laughs> so thank God the PlayStation two hung in there, but that that's basically, I don't know. It's just like, they didn't feel like separate consoles to me because I put them all in the same thing, if that makes sense. So um, that's pretty much all I have to say, I think, for the PlayStation 1. But I think we we definitely hit on a lot of uh, interesting stuff and um, a lot of things that I think people can relate to with all the uh, the big hits and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's I think the game you were. So I just typed in fishing game on PS1 and it looks like it might have been called Real Fishing, R-E-E-L, Fishing. Um so if that is true, that, that's hilarious. But there's also a picture. Uh, that was it. I can tell yeah. already by the cover. <laughs> that was 100 percent it. And it looks, oh, it looks so funny that like there's, <laughs> like there's like screenshots of like gameplay, and it's just like a green screen with fish on there, and it just oh, says like wow. the depth and like your score and all this stuff. Dude, you just brought me back. Yeah, that this is totally it. Oh, that's amazing. If anything. That's what that's what this episode is about. Is for us just to go back and look at old games and be like, "Oh my god, I remember just sitting on the floor playing this game forever." Uh, oh, that that's awesome. So, yeah, I, I think we you know we hit a lot of really good stuff and we're gonna keep going. But as far as the PS One, you know, 
it's so interesting. You know, we talked the last episode about some of the ongoing uh, series that have kept going from some of those original consoles, but the PlayStation one has some of the still has some of the counts, like some of the series that have keep going that we will talk about in some of the future episodes. And it's kind of, it's interesting. We didn't really talk about the design of the console, but you hmm. see the shifting of, you know, they added a disc spot. They did, you know, you still had to open up the disc or open up the top of it to put the disc in. Um, and we're going to look at, you know, look at some of that stuff as we keep going. But like we talked about the controllers, you see the controller starting um, way back when this came out, you see the controller gradually altering through time with Sony, but basically it's still that same original concept. Um, you still have the same logo. You still have some of those same things, but it's just interesting and awesome to look back at some of these old games and some of these, just these memories that were like, Oh my God, like, of course I remember playing this. Of course I remember sitting there for hours. Like, you know, you just remembering Parappa Rappa, whatever. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't remember, I can't say exactly, but remember those, you know, some of those times you're dead and, and just those, uh, the songs and it's like oh man like i remember just playing this game for hours never doing anything in the game like that star wars game oh, yeah. i probably played that game for hours and i don't remember anything past the intro the entrance scene so i probably never Dude, got it further in it. That, and that's the crazy part is like i it's just i, I think i even said this last episode but i literally just played the same parts of games over <laughs> and over and over again and i was just fine with it i was totally yeah. cool with it and if yeah. my dad wasn't home to help me, I was just stuck in limbo forever. It's just, I get, well, this is the only level I'll ever see. So <laughs> uh, yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, I love it. I think this is going to be a great, you know, obviously this is episode two. We're going to keep going. We got a long list of games and a long list or a couple a couple uh, handhelds we're going to hit too. So it's going to be a lot of fun to look back and, and uh, talk about some of these, these memories and some of these consoles. But that covers it for the PlayStation uh, 1. Next up is another big one is the N64. Uh, mm. so that's going to be a massive one. And then we have dreamcast in 99. I'm not sure if we're going to do a full episode on dreamcast. Cause I don't remember anything about dreamcast. We might just mention some of the things when it came out and everything mm-hmm. but then, I mean, after this is, this is when we were first starting to kind of get into some of those games that we remember the console. You remember, neither of us remember when we got this console, but we remember having it. We were playing these games, <laughs> yeah. but man, from here on out, we go N64 PS2 GameCube, Xbox 360 PS3, and then obviously all the new ones too, but oh man, it's about to pick up. And if you are just getting in, now is the perfect time because you along the listener is going to remember some of these games. And we definitely want to hear your memories of these games and where you were and what you, you know, games that obviously we're going to talk about the big ones for everybody. And we're going to talk about the big ones for us, but there's so many games out there that, you know, Denny mentioned the real fishing game. Sure. That was, that was probably a big game, but how many people actually remember it? Not many. And there's going to be a lot of games where we're, where we're like, <laughs> man, I remember playing this game and you're going to look at me like I'm crazy because you're not going to remember it, but there might be some random person out there that's listening. It's like, Oh my God, I remember playing that game too. So yeah, that's really what this is all about. You know, we're looking at consoles. We're looking at, at all the fun stuff, but it's really just about the memories of us playing these games, family and all that stuff. And just having a good time. We love games. We're always going to be gamers. So with that, we're going to close it out for episode two of beyond the console. What are some of your memories of the PlayStation one? Let us know going off topic pod at gmail.com. That's going off topic pod at gmail.com. Find us on all social media simply by searching going off topic podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a like, give us a follow. Head over to anythingrecredible.com for all your network needs. Of course, you can get movie merch podcast. You can get What's Your Bliss podcast, The Offended podcast, Going Off Topic podcast, all the Anything But Credible podcast uh, history, and the Going Off Topic blog. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us five star rating and reviews. That really helps us out. 
Shout out to Fizzer Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic.